Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Bite Size Nutrition Podcast. I'm Jillian, and today we are going to talk about can you have a positive body image? Can you accept yourself? Can you practice body acceptance? And also have goals to change your body in some way. And the reason I wanted to chat about this is because I think a lot of the time we're a little bit resistant to putting in work on our body image or to approach things like body acceptance because we're like, but I have this goal and I feel like you're telling me I shouldn't have this goal. And you absolutely can accept yourself and also have physique goals, have body composition goals. That's totally fine. But we want to talk about how. And so that's what we're going to do today. First, really quick life update. I just got back from a two-week vacation. You might have heard last week's uh, episode. And I've been getting back into the swing of things. And it's really interesting because I did something that I think a lot of us do, which is like at the beginning of a week, we're like, oh, I'm totally going to stick to this habit. This is amazing. I love it. And I had told myself I was going to stretch every day before I got up, before I like got ready for the day. That has not stuck at all. And I'm actually just realizing this as I am telling you. But the reason I want to bring this up is because it's totally normal for us to have really good intentions and then not follow through with something. Normal. However, if I did really want to follow through with this, what I would actually look at is, okay, why didn't I do it? And part of the reason I didn't do it was because it takes a lot of repetition to get stuff like this into an already established routine. And so I might need some like visual cues or reminders to help me remember that I want to stretch before I get ready for the day and be more specific about what that habit is in order to get it to stick. So I thought I would just share that because it was kind of a realization of coming back from my trip and being like, I'm going to do this new thing and it just totally not working. So I'll update you if that is something that I decide to work on more. But let's move on to can you have a positive body image? Can you practice body acceptance? And can and also have goals to change your body in some way? Let's talk about it. So the big picture of this is you need to understand that what your body looks like is not going to make body insecurities or this feeling of I'm not enough to go away. You need to stop relying on weight loss or body composition changes to fix how you feel about yourself. And here is the difference. I prefer my body a little smaller with more muscle definition is different than I won't be content or happy with my body until I weigh a certain amount or until I look a certain way. The difference here is, for example, in my case, like right now, I, I'm totally fine with how my body looks. Would I prefer to perhaps see a little bit more muscle definition in my arms? Absolutely. And in order to do that, I would need to approach weight loss. I don't really choose to do that right now. And this is when I work with my clients, we kind of understand like, does this goal align with your values? It doesn't align with my values right now, so I'm not going to do it. But that desire to see a little bit more muscle definition in my arms doesn't make me feel like shit about what my arms look like right now. Does that make sense? And I also want to mention like, we're getting the the, the idea of self-acceptance and the pursuit of better body image wrong because we've got one sort of field of people, which is like the health at every size, anti-diet people. We've got them yelling like, weight loss is the root of all evil. It's all diet culture. It's all wrong. Like you shouldn't want to change your body. 
And then we've got this other side of the camp that is all about physique changes. And it's all about lose weight and feel more self-confident. It's about, you know, we have a client brought this to my attention this week, actually, where she was like, I'm so used to these like weight loss coaches that are like, oh, just talk about your non-scale victories. All of the non-scale victories are still focused on appearance, even if they're not like, I changed my weight by this amount, right? And so we've got one side that's like, do not focus on appearance at all. And then we've got the other side that is like, appearance is so incredibly important. But we're forgetting the most important thing of all, it's your fucking body. You get to do what you want with your body. That is what the concept of body autonomy is all about. But here's the problem, is that it's not true autonomy if you feel like you have to lose weight in order to accept yourself or feel okay about who you are. And I'm going to talk about this at the very end, but I do understand there are individuals out there that have a high level of body fat and it will actually improve their health to pursue weight loss, right? There's also individuals out there that like are at a quote unquote, I hate using this term, but are at a health promoting weight or a a weight at which their body is healthy and they still want to lose weight for aesthetic reasons. Both of those are okay. It is your choice, right? Here we're talking about how you can practice self-acceptance and body acceptance in either of those cases. And so I want you to be honest with yourself right now. How would you feel about yourself if you gained a couple of pounds? How would you feel about yourself if you never ended up looking like you worked out or if you never lost the weight that you wanted to lose? If the answer is like, I would feel like shit, I would feel terrible about my body, I would not be content, I want you to consider this. Even if you do end up losing weight now, your body will continue to change and age and fluctuate over the course of your life. And I assume that the plan is not to be constantly in the pursuit of weight loss for the rest of your life. But we often reject this concept of self-acceptance because we think that if I accept myself, I will totally give up on these goals. I won't want to take care of myself. I won't want to eat healthy food. I won't want to work out. We're going to think we're going to not want better for ourselves if we practice self-acceptance. And that's not true. There is a quite significant body of research that suggests that self-acceptance makes the process of change easier. It can help you pursue a goal. And acceptance can also reduce the fear of failure that leads to you like procrastinating. It leads to making excuses. It leads to being like super on and then super off. Um, Or it leads, or that thing that kind of contributes to fear of change. And so for this to make sense, I want to talk about the concept of acceptance and sort of like three different factors of acceptance. And so to accept something is to say, this is what it is. You right now in this moment that you are listening to this podcast are how you are. As much as you wish to change, in this instant you cannot. You can change the future if you choose to, but you are how and who you are now. Acceptance is not about giving up any future outcome. It is allowing what is to be right now. And so for most of you listening, acceptance has a lot to do with letting go of the the struggle or the fight to not be who you are in this moment. 
And I want to touch on something that, that I experienced really, really heavily. And I know um, many of you listening have probably felt this as well. And that is conditional self-acceptance. And that is the concept of I accept myself when or if. And we often get really stuck here, right? And for me, I was so scared of my body changing because I had I had dieted really hard. I had worked out really hard. I had achieved this quote unquote good body. I only accepted my body for a very long time when it weighed a very specific amount and when I could look in the mirror, lift up my shirt and count my abs in the mirror. And so my self-acceptance was conditional on me looking that way. But because body image is so incredibly volatile, I could easily have a day where I felt like, yes, totally, I love myself. And then the next day I was like, oh my God, I hate myself. Why do I feel this way? I'm so lonely. And then unconditional, so that was conditional self-acceptance. Unconditional self-acceptance is where we want to get to. That is, I accept myself as I am. And this is an unwavering acceptance. This is like, if I gain weight, I still accept. That is what it is right now. If I lose weight, that is what it is right now. If I lose my job, I accept myself. If I break up with my partner, I accept myself. And when you drill it down to this very basic definition of acceptance, this is what is right now. That sounds simple, right? Like the present moment is the present moment. But it doesn't make it easy. It actually is really challenging. For those of us that have, those of us, I don't have any body composition goals right now. Those of you that have any kind of body composition goals, acceptance of yourself, acceptance of your body is going to make that goal easier to reach, not harder. And I want to walk you through how I coach on body image inside my body image coaching program, The Confident Body. In weeks one and two of the program, so this is a four module program. Each of the modules has short videos along with exercises to say like, okay, I learned this concept. How do I actually practice this concept? How do I reflect on what this concept means in my life? And then how do I put it into practice in my daily life? And so in the first two weeks, you really learn about the different components of body image. You learn about your thoughts, your feelings, your actions, your beliefs about your body. And you also break down the influences that have gotten you to feel the way that you do right now about your body. And in weeks one and two, you'll also change how you talk to your body and how you talk about your body. And you're going to really dig into these automatic body image thoughts and learn how to start replacing some of those automatic thoughts with new, more helpful, more supportive thoughts. And you're also going to get a guide to curating your social media feed because The media that we consume has a big impact on how we feel about our bodies. In weeks three and four, you're going to start learning about something called the feedback loop. And this is how your brain actually creates and perpetuates the thoughts, actions, and feelings that we have about our bodies. And you're also going to start learning to shift the actions you take towards your body on a regular basis. You're going to do a really interesting exercise around the events and experiences that trigger you feeling bad about your body. And then you're going to create a plan for what you can do when and if these situations arise. And this is really cool because we align this with your values and the type of person that you are becoming. We look at how do you respond to these situations in a different way. You also tap into, in in this section, you also tap into how your emotions affect how you feel about your body. And 
you start to transform how you think about your thoughts. Yes, we, we learn kind of how to think about the thoughts that we have. So you can actually understand when your mind is creating a narrative that isn't necessarily true. And so I kind of like to think of this as like, you start to understand when your mind is playing tricks on you in regards to how you look and feel about your body. And then in weeks five and six, you build a healthier relationship with food and exercise so that you can start to see exercise and food as a way to support your body instead of a way to control it or something to be afraid of. And you really shift how you feel about movement and feeding yourself, nourishing yourself. You're also going to work on creating new morning and evening routines that help you connect with how you feel, um, your physical feelings in your body, and also solidify appreciation for your body outside of your weight or appearance. And in this section, you also learn how to stop negative self-talk and replace it with helpful and compassionate language. And this self-compassion piece is kind of like the secret weapon to continued motivation and persistence in this process because self-compassion is so powerful for reducing fear of failure. And reducing fear of failure is so amazing for like pushing through when things feel challenging. And then in the last section, in week seven and eight, you look into the future and you understand how do I maintain the changes that I've made to mindset and habits through the future? You're going to create what I like to call the self, quote unquote, self-coaching strategy for any moments in the future where you don't feel great about your body, which is normal. Even someone with a positive body image will still have moments where you're like, I'm having a bad body image morning. That's totally normal. But you're going to create a self-coaching strategy to get yourself out of that really quickly. And you're also going to define your ongoing habits to practice body respect. And a really powerful exercise right at the end is to create your body image manifesto. That helps you organize, summarize, and define how you want to continue to treat and see your body in the future, even as it changes and as you age. And I want to share kind of a learning from this program and and some questions that are going to help you think a little bit more deeply about this idea of self-acceptance, even if you have body change goals, right? And so I want you to, if you can, get out a piece of paper, a note on your phone, or even you can just like pause and unpause. You can actually think about this. And here's what I want you to do. I want you to ask yourself, why do... I desire weight loss. Why do I want to change my body? It's likely that some of you immediately went to the surface answer of like, I want to be healthier or I want to look better. And I I have a side note here that I mentioned earlier. I don't want to negate that, yes, for individuals with a large amount of body fat, weight loss can promote health. I also want to be clear that weight loss is not always a healthy pursuit. I also want to express that no matter how much body fat you have, Working on body image and self-acceptance can reduce a lot of your negative self-talk, a lot of your self-criticism, and a lot of the shame that you feel along the way. Okay, back to the questions. I'm going to ask you why again. Why do you really want to see changes in your body or lose body fat? Maybe it's because you want to feel more confident in the dating world. Maybe you want your partner to feel more attracted to you. Maybe you want to stop feeling so self-conscious or you want to feel strong again. Maybe you just want to feel comfortable wearing a bathing suit or taking your shirt off in the gym without feeling self-conscious. Maybe it's because you want to be more mobile or improve certain health markers. I'm going to ask you why one more time. Why do you want those things? And this is where a lot of us are going to have similar answers. 
You might want to feel more accepted. You might want to feel more attractive. You might want to feel more confident. You might want to feel more loved. You might want to feel stronger. And this is where we get to the acceptance and appreciation part. How do you show yourself that you are worthy of feeling this way even as you work towards your goal? And so here are some examples. You might tell yourself ways in which you are already strong. You can show yourself ways in which you are already loved. You can actively work on stating things that you appreciate your body for. There are thousands, if not millions of things your body does for you on a daily basis that we often don't bring attention to. You can practice showing yourself self-care and maybe that looks like doing your hair or putting on makeup or wearing clothes that actually fit the body that you have in order to allow yourself to feel attractive now. And one of the ways that we do this inside body image coaching, as I mentioned, we set up morning and or evening routines that help you practice body appreciation, acceptance, thoughts, and actions. And this is really powerful because we get to start our day and end our day with these practices. And another way we do this is by helping you bring your automatic thoughts and what you say about your body to your conscious awareness. You're likely stuck in a feedback loop of saying the same things to yourself over and over, beating yourself up over the same things. And so shifting your language as well as adjusting your thoughts can help in the process of acceptance. So whether or not you choose to join me in coaching, I hope you found this episode helpful. And the details for The Confident Body. So The Confident Body program kicks off on November 20th. And I am offering enrollment essentially starting now through that date. Um, The sooner you sign up, the more likely you are to get a discounted rate. So I will be offering up to $200 off depending on when you sign up. And if you want to know more about that, or if you want details on the program, if you want to chat with me about the program or ask me any questions, you have two ways that you can get in touch. So the first one is you can DM me on Instagram. So my Instagram link is in the note, sorry, in the links below this uh, episode and just DM me the words body image and we'll start a conversation. The second way is the link in the show notes that leads you to a waitlist page. Enter in your email, enter in your name and you're going to get a lot of details and some, some of the ins and outs of the program and a sneak peek into one of the first exercises we do around body image beliefs. So with that, those of you that enjoy this episode or enjoy any of my episodes, when you share an episode with someone else, that is so, so, so helpful. And even if you don't share an episode with anybody else, when you leave a rating, so on Spotify, you just kind of go into the little stars and you can tap the stars. When you leave a rating, especially if it's a five-star rating, that is so helpful. Thank you so much for listening. Any questions that have come up as a result of this episode, I am here to answer those questions for you. And I hope that you have a really lovely day wherever you are and whatever you're doing.